Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series, Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events, and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's all streaming now on Hulu. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lowest price guaranteed. Let's get to your upbringing. Yes. Right here, raised up in, in, in Miami, South- 30 years, Dade County, 305. I live Miami, I breathe, I bleed, and I rep Miami to the fullest. Dade County, 305. I was born into hip-hop culture. Okay. I was born into it. Many as in the minute I know what life was, I was listening to hip-hop, um, collecting vinyl records and breakdancing, you know, <laughs> from, you know, cardboard. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you th- doing, you know, windmills and yeah. suicides and head spins. And, you know, uh, I remember buying my first turntable and cassette tapes and, and speakers. So I was born into hip-hop. And I also was born into, like, Dancehall music and right. reggae music and soul and funk and jazz from James Brown to Funkadelic to Bob James to Michael Jackson to Aretha Franklin to Stevie Wonder to Izzy Brothers to Run DMC, KRS-One, Biggie, Jay-Z, Fat Cho, Pun. You know, I remember my childhood and in hip-hop, we're one. That's what I love, hip-hop. And the culture, we're one, right? And so when I was coming up, I was loved. But remember, I love. Correct. You gotta, you can't be loved without love. So I love people and I represent one love. So to answer your question, I was loved. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the, you meet people here and there that's, that do ignorant stuff. That's, that's life. Right. Um, and it's, and I'm not a person that would entertain anything that's not a great energy. Right. That's just who I've been my whole life. You know what I'm saying? And um, that's what got me where I'm at today. So what got me in this chair right. talking to you is by me staying focused on the path. And people around me growing up, they always, my guys always protected Khaled. Let's protect Khaled because we want him to win. Like, you know, like when you have somebody that is a basketball player, a football yeah. player, well, you they protect- did that for me in the streets. Right. Like, like my guys were like, yo, Khaled, our guy, we love him. Make sure he focuses and, and, and let him accomplish his dream and his right. goal because he's a beautiful man. I was blessed to have them type of friends around. Right, you know right. Yeah, that's what's And I'm right. here to acknowledge and praise them because, you know, that's a beautiful thing where you can protect negative energy to, 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 to uh, disturb the goal and the vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a brother like Fat Joe, you know, co-signed me over uh, two decades ago. Uh, yeah, two decades ago. Saying my name on records, let me DJ for him, put me down with TS, go on tour with him. I'm the godfather of his daughter. That's my brother. Um, and then everybody know you can't play with Joey Crack. <laughs> no. That means you can't play with DJ Calvin. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean it in no crazy way. I'm just telling you is that I was always well respected with love. Right. But at the same time, don't take our kindness for weakness. weakness. That's all I'm saying is because yeah. a lot of people, they might take your love and kindness for weakness. I want them to take it for greatness. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I say that because I'm always going to love. But don't, you know, some people are like, yo, there's no way Khaled could be that positive. 
Oh, yes, it can. Yeah. I'm a father. Right. I got two boys. Oh, yes, it can. Right. And guess what? It's going to stay like that. Right. Because I'm not going to let nobody interrupt that thing. So the right. answer to your whole question is you have to love to be loved. Right. Your dad came here with $20 in his pocket. Yes, sir. Every country has their dream. We have the American dream. Yes. I'm sure Germans have the German dream. Whatever yeah. that dream is, is that I'm sure your parents told you what the American dream was. But then you get here and you see your family struggle. You're like, well, damn, is yeah. that dream really possible? Yeah. So, you know, the beautiful thing is my work ethic and my grind came from my mother and father. I give them all the credit. Obviously, God and my mother and father. I remember as a kid, my mom and dad would sell clothes out the trunk in the flea market. Okay. And they used to put the fanny pack on my... And so if they sold a shirt, they put the put money, money right there. But I was a little kid right. and they put the money in my thing. So I was around the hustle. Right. So I remember them selling stuff out the car, then eventually get to a shopping center. They end okay. up getting a store in a shopping center. Right. Then I remember them getting a store in a shopping center and end up being to a, a mall. Mm -hmm. And then they actually blew up, meaning as in they started making some real money. Right. But then also when I was like 15 years old, it all got taken away from them. Wow. Like, what what um, happened? I think it was some auditing, you know, that stuff. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it all got took it away. When I say all, like, I remember. Everything. I remember they come in the story, wrapped everything up, and take the whole store away. I remember seeing So the tax, so the tax yeah, man that, did that this. type of stuff. Took everything. So I had a man up at 15, 16 years old. And remember, I'm in my music career. You know, I started like 13, 12 right. years old. But I was in uh, Florida, and then it, it hit hard on them. So they went back to New Orleans. And I was like, can I stay in Florida to fulfill my music career? Remember, I'm young. Right. And they love me so much, my mother and father. They love me so much. Whatever made me happy, they wanted to support me. Like, you know, when the neighbors said the music was too loud, they built the garage into a studio. You know, like the, the, the things right. that I remember as a kid, right. they didn't say stop. No, they said, we love you. Keep doing what you do. Right. They supported my music. They supported hip hop. And... um. I remember like 18, 19, I had a man up officially, you know, 15, 16 now, got a man up. So I had to take care of them and me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so who did they leave? So when they went back to New Orleans, you stayed here I in stayed, Miami with who? I, um, I've been with my wife for like 19 years. Before that, I had a girl before her. Uh -huh. So it was a, a friend of mine, I mean, a girlfriend of mine I came to Miami with. Right. And, you know, I used to stay at her mother's house and I used to stay in, uh, sleep in the back of the Honda Civic. And then sometimes I would find a hotel um and stay in i didn't have a really we didn't have a really place to stay and when i did i kept getting kicked out of the evicted i couldn't pay the apartment note or the music was too loud i had to keep getting kicked out right i used to make like a hundred dollars a week i remember driving down this road where i live now and i remember saying i'm going to live here one day um i started a pirate radio underground radio out here then i ended up doing uh the big radio station with uncle luke he gave me my opportunity on 99 jams after his show he went on tour. I ended up doing my own show there. I ended up being big on radio. While I was on radio, I was producing music. Brothers like Fat Joe co-signed me. And, the, and it's the love and respect of uh, me in Miami, seven days a week working. It just blossomed. And then the, the success, I'm telling you in a short form, it just started. Right. I grinded so much. So to, to answer your question is, we come from the mud what? to now limestone and marble floors. And we put in that work. Right. Just like you did and everybody else did that's watching, I'm sure. Everybody does, got a story. Does it make you appreciate what you have this now oh. even more? Knowing how your parents immigrated here, knowing how the struggle, yes. knowing you had lost it all and recaptured it tenfold. Every, every day I, I take a shower and I, and I look on the floor and it's marble. I said, I don't never want to do this marble floor. I'll be taking a shower like... Oh, no, I ain't crazy. I got to stay focused. I don't take nothing for granted. Right. And I got this one thing, too, is I tell everybody, I ain't going to argue about no blessing. Like, you know, sometimes we don't realize we get in arguments and biggers over blessings. Yes. I'm like, yo, you see this view we sitting on right now? We shouldn't even, we should be like, what's should, the discussion? Yeah, what are we talking about? You heard that bird? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, you see the cappuccino with the cognac? Like, <laughs> like are you all right? Like, but see, it takes it take somebody to say it for somebody to realize, you know what, you're right. Right. See, I'm not afraid to get in the middle of a, a conversation and say, yo, ain't no clouds outside. It's a blue sky. You can't be tripping right now. Right. I have to remind myself. And there's nothing wrong because I enjoyed every moment of my hard times. Yes. 
I enjoyed it. Make you appreciate the yeah, good yeah, times. Yeah, I enjoyed even more. it. It was so it was hard to get where I'm at now. It was hard. But it reminds me how hard it was. That's why I make sure I never ever not give thanks for it. You know what I'm saying? Because those trials and tribulations is what makes us. Yes. You know yes. what I mean? And it makes us a better person mm-hmm. and makes us appreciate when we do get something. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's it. You mentioned that you watch your family, your mom and dad struggle, make it selling coal up the trunk yeah. or the car and then get a strip mall and go to the big mall yep. and they're making some real money. And get it and all taken away. Get it all taken away. That shaped you because I read where you personally pay everything. I pay oh, everything. nobody handle nothing. I pay everything and I and that's the biggest blessing. You, anybody that's watching this, take care of your mother and father. Take care of them. Even if they don't need to be taken care of them, take care of them. You, you, you pay all their bills. You work for your family. You have kids, you work for your kids. You have a wife, you work for your wife. That's the number one thing you got to do. My mom and dad, like right now, my mom texted me right now. I think, uh, she went to go to um, Tallahassee and they could have drove. I'm like, no, I'm going to send you a car service so you and dad don't have to drive. Enjoy the ride. You don't need to drive by yourself. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like little thing. Oh, I love the simple. Boom, boom. Yo, uh, uh, my mom will go, yo, whatever you need. Um, I bought him a beautiful house. That was the best feeling in the world. I remember buying my dad a car and I remember them buying me a car. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know how that, that, that's, and I got kids, you know what I'm saying? And I tell my kids, everything I, is for you, but I teach them the same way my, my mom and dad taught me hard work and they made sure they took me to work so I could see that. But they also showed me 100% love while they was working. Yeah. So I got to see the work and them being the best mother and father. You know what I'm saying? So. They taught me to be a mother and father. They taught me how to be a man, and they taught me how to stay focused. But you pay you pay the, the electric bill, the gas bill, everything. You you everything. you person you don't have you don't pass that off to nobody, Kelly. I don't believe in no accountant. I don't believe <laughs> in what's the thing called money manager. Yeah. yeah, all that. That's your business. Kelly has all his. I, I pay the grass, the car wash man, <laughs> the guy that's cut my hair, the electric bill, the car note, the mortgage. I I I have a rule where my bank got to tell me. Even if I tell them I approve it, don't listen to me. <laughs> no, I'm, I, no, I'm not making it. I want you to end up, I'll give you my banker's number and ask them. I said, do not listen to me. And because like you're on an email or a text, I approve. I do that, but they have to get a verbal. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna call you and talk me. Talk and to Kelly. FaceTime. Yeah. Cause it's AIs out there. Yeah, now. okay. You gotta see me. I'm, shit, I don't make nothing up. This is the truth. And because this, I have a rule, right? And tell me if you agree. You, you, you might, I don't know how you do your thing, but I have a rule. If you pay for everything yourself, you notice you're paying too much for stuff, right? And you right. notice you, you know, you gotta balance. It goes right. like this all the time. I got a rule. The balance got to always go like that. (laughs) So if I touch that, that means it got to be replaced that hour no more than two weeks. Right. Okay. That's just a rule in my life. Now, if I notice I'm paying so much, if I let somebody else say, oh, to pay the bills, you're not going to notice it in real time because it gives you a harder time to fix it. Right. While I'm paying all these bills, traveling, vacation, my mom's bills, my house bills, you know, shopping, the chef. The kids. You probably help your wife, family. Everybody. Like, and I'm happy, but I feel it. And while I'm feeling it, it tells me, book that gig, book that gig. <laughs> um, yep, I'm going over there. Oh, I said no to that. I changed my mind. <laughs> not, are we keeping it real or not? You keep it the like, 100. We could talk all this big b- business manager. No. And no disrespect to all you beautiful business managers out there. I don't want to mess up your hustle. But I've heard a lot of crazy stories. Right. Okay. And there's no way in the world I'm letting somebody have the power to touch the hard work. Right. No way. What, what is it about garages? Because you said when you growing up and, and, and the neighbors said the music was too loud, you, 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 they gave you, put you in the garage and made it like sound so they, they couldn't hear. You see, Amazon was started in a yeah, garage. Yeah, yeah, Microsoft yeah, 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 was started yeah, yeah, yeah. in a garage. Google was I remember started. I posted what? up a picture. You know, they always have like, the, you know, the, the, the picture of like how Apple started. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I put a picture of me in the garage. how I started too. <laughs> like, what, what's, what's the difference? Like, no, I mean, yes. I'm just keeping it real. That's, yes. that's, so, you know, the garage for me is it was always my my room, my studio, everything I put in there, all my vinyl records. So the garage, you know, I always like I tell my team, I'm in that garage mode. Right, okay. 
to let them know I'm in that mode. Like I'm in that hustle. And my garage was like my, my penthouse suite because I would sleep there. I would make my music there. I would have all my Bob Marley, Jay-Z posters hanging up, Nas, all my favorite rappers. It was just my, you know, when you were growing up, your yeah. room, but yeah. it was a garage because we built it into a studio. And even when I started making a few dollars, I, I built um, my first house ever bought, I built my garage and made it in a studio just to give it that feeling, right? Um, and then in time, you know, it upgraded. It just became a better garage. Right. But it's just that garage. You know, Apple, Amazon, that. What about we the best? We started in a garage too. You right. know what I'm saying? That's what I was just saying. Let me ask you this. How do you get your two boys? You saw your family lose everything and you immigrated. Your boys only know this. Right. So how do you give them that work ethic when they see all the cars, one of 150 of Virgil yeah, Globe, yeah, Maybach, yeah, yeah. Maybach? I call that the cappuccino. The cappuccino. Yeah, okay, you, the cappuccino. Yeah, yeah. They fly private. They don't yeah. know what it's like to be in an airport. You're, you're right. So how do you you're treat right. your you're boys right. to have that kind of work ethic like their dad in a situation where all they know is lavish? I, I have the answer. I make sure they, they're around me and I tell them and remind them because they always say, Daddy, um, can we do this? I said, Daddy got to work. They see me right here. Daddy got to work. Daddy's in the studio. But to be the honest truth, have you met my wife yet? <laughs> I did see out the corner of my eye. Your son she, was sitting she, back there. She, she motioned for him to come and he us, got up. She keeps us all on our toes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm the one that says, yes, 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 yes. You want this? Yes, yes, yes. And she's like, no, 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 no. Not in a bad way. You got to learn to work, like right. you say. So you got to have a balance. But when you're around, just the same way I was right, when you're around, like, he sees me up late hours. Sometimes he'll wake up to go to school and daddy's still in the studio. Or daddy's in the office. Um, when we go on the road, like, you know, mommy's taking him to a water park. I'm in the um, hotel room and I made one of the rooms into my office in the studio where I'm doing a photo shoot or I'm making music. And he knows that's my love, but he also knows that's what daddy does. Right. So he understands that. But at the same time, I want to give props to my wife and my queen. She keeps all of us on a toe. So, and Shannon, I'm sure you... There's times that you might be feeling yourself. You're like, yeah. you know, I'm Shannon Sharp. Yeah. I just came home, got done watching. Uh, you, you had the King James watching the basketball yeah. game. You wore the fly sneakers. You know you was looking fly. You got the number one show. You know, you feel, it's all right to feel good for like a day, right? Yes. My wife, she, 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 she remind me out the gate. I, I can't even have a chance to feel that for a second because she keep me on my toes. And, and the Nikki Glazer podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A positive way, not yes. in a bad way. Right. Like, yo, 
Don't get it twisted. Mm. And I love it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I love about my family. Is we, we, we real, we pure. And she keeps me on my toes. So I can never start feeling myself. And, and you know, it's all right to do it for a second, but I, I don't have that time to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? The reality is we bless. Let's keep going. Stay right. focused. A lot of you guys started off as DJs. I yes. look at Ludacris. Yeah. Look at you. A lot of Dr. these other Dre. Dr. Dre. It's Swiss Beats. What, Timberland. What, what? Well, a DJ, you know what's so beautiful about the DJ and, 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 and bless up all the DJs out there. The DJ, man, we have an opportunity to wear all the hats because we play the music and we have to move the crowd. And I was a special type of DJ. Not only did I cut and scratch and blend, I was a DJ and an artist because when I performed, I didn't just play the records. Yeah, I played the records, but it's the way I played it. It's the way I brought it in. It's the way I was on stage. It's the way I made you put your hands up. So I started turning into an artist. But every DJ is an artist, but you have to be able to take it to the next level. Then that love and that passion for music, it taught me how to make records. That's why my records, if you notice, you know, the way they start, the way they end, the way the hooks, is because I know... Um, what makes the people move and what makes people put their hand up or that feeling, you know what I'm saying? Your job is to keep the people on the floor. Right. And when I used to work, remember, I used to be on the radio. Right. So, you know, radio number one rule is play the hits only. Right. That's just the way radio, like, the job is play the hits. Right. But now, if you don't, they'll turn off. Right. So, imagine me in the studio. I just took all that mentality and said, Callum, make the hits. You know what I'm saying? And, but hits are in different forms. I can make a, a slow jamming can be a hit. Right. I can make something with up tempo that can hit. I can make it uh, something with energy can be a hit. I can make something that make you cry and can be a hit. There's different hits. There's different emotions when it comes down to making music. And a DJ has to learn all that because say I'm in a club and I got to turn up. But say I'm at a wedding. I got to turn up, but also set the mood. Yeah, yeah. You got to be able to play um, Little Baby, but find a way to play uh, before I let go, you yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. Like you gotta be like Kid Capri. Yeah, you know he 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 uh, he's somebody I looked up to as a DJ. You know he used to come to a party, have it ripped down. Then he'll go into like to be real. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. he'll be going to that, but then go right into uh, hypnotize. You know you got to know how to transition, and that's part of being an artist. But that's also when you're in the studio and become a producer, you take all that knowledge and start making this incredible music. But Khaled, I mean, you came out the gate and you had, I mean, very few people can come out the gate and get the biggest stars on the album. You did that from the jump. Well, you got to remember, I've known Lil Wayne, you know, I was there when Lil Wayne met Birdman. I used to work at the record store, a record store in New Orleans called Odyssey Records. And Lil Wayne used to go to the record store and I used to DJ at the record store. That's how much I loved that I worked at a record store and I found a way for the owner to let me DJ while customers come in. Right. And Birdman and them used to pull up to the record store and out their trunk bring cassettes at that time. This is back when they, this is before they had their deal. Right. And they would sell the tapes. And I remember it was like a BG tape and then like a juvenile. And, and record companies used to call all the time saying, is this really selling that much? And I'm like, yeah, you would drop it off and it was selling five seconds. Like it would sell out. So Wayne, I'm just trying to show you how I work with the biggest. I've known them for so long. We all came up. Majority of the biggest artists that we all love out here I came up with them at that time. I was either younger or we was grinding at the same time and we ended up just building this relationship. So when you see a Ross or a Wayne or a Future, I remember meeting Future before Future was Future. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. And then, you know, you're blessed to build this relationship, but at the same time, I might be on a promo tour or we might be doing a show together and we keep bumping into each other. We just respect each other because we grinding together. We trying to make it. And at the same time as we end up getting the studio together. Right. So the beginning of my career, yeah, I was around all the greats, but they were becoming the greats. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how, it's, just, it's just God made sure that not only was I a sponge of greatness, was I was, I was, you know that saying, I was there? Yeah. I was there. Right. Where are you on this AI technology? Because we, we see, I mean, you mentioned it that, hey, they can take, and make yeah. and do DJ yeah. Khaled, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can basically do what DJ Khaled do without DJ yeah. Khaled. Yeah, I, you know, it's scary for me. Um, 
because I just don't want people to use it the wrong way. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the scary part. But um, I really don't know too much about it to give you the full answer, but I am scared of it. When I say scared of it, like this is like a little too much. Right. But I'm not going to be the guy that's a dinosaur. Right. You know, you know, you got to embrace the new world and the new technology. If AI is the way to go, yeah, DJ and, Khaled is... And, and, and it's not just the AI I'm saying. I'm not going to make music with AI, but I'm saying this, but... Just like when the iPhone came out, just like right now, when I was getting dressed, I was looking at my Instagram. They tell me they just they just approved the first flying car. <laughs> like I'm like, stop. Yeah. Like this is getting out of control now. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't know if I'm looking at some fake page or something. But it said just approved the first flying car. I'm like, okay. You gonna but, get it too, Andy Cat? No, I got you. But I, <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying. So what I'm saying is, we gotta embrace the new generation. Right. We gotta embrace the new world. And we cannot be caught up in the dinosaur world. Right. We have to move up. But as far as AI, I, it's scary for me. I, I, I've been seeing too much stuff that it's not. I didn't hear. I didn't see nothing positive yet out of right. it. Right. Show me what positive can right. come out of it. Right. I haven't seen it yet. Where, where are you on sampling? I love sampling. Um, I think that's part of uh, hip hop culture. I love it. And what I love about it is that, um, like the records that say I've sampled. A Michael Jackson record or uh, Ozzy Brothers or a James Brown or whatever. What I love about sampling, that's how hip hop, that's how it started. We sampled records, we looped them. And what I love about it is that the music that we sample, and it just shows you the power of music, how timeless it right. is. But what I love about today's time, you now you can sample records that was 20 years ago that you would have never sampled because we was always busy sampling the 70s the 80s and some of the early late 60s right. you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. now we can now people are starting to sample the 90s and the early 2000s, 2000s correct which is super dope because those were like some special records mm -hmm. and like wild thoughts yes you know what I'm saying I always wanted to do that but I waited a certain amount of time before I felt like it was okay to do it and the new generation might have never heard the original right so I love sampling I think sampling is incredible and I encourage anybody that make music Always sample and and make some new stuff too. Cause sampling, you gotta be creative to make it still sound great. Right. It's part of producing. Right. Yeah. It said Drake DM'd you on MySpace. You ignored him. So so Drake <laughs> told me, I, I'm sure Drake remembers this, but Drake told me a long time ago that he used to hit me on MySpace. And I didn't know how to work that MySpace stuff. And I'm saying to myself, <laughs> oh my God. If I had an opportunity to sign a Drake or work with Drake before Drake was Drake, you know what I'm saying? Um but it just shows you that he had love for me as a producer, a DJ, and as an artist. The music I was making, he had love for me. Right. And that's so dope because, you know, it's one of the biggest artists in the world. And he's my family and he's my brother. But just to know before he exploded, he was listening to DJ Khaled too. Wow. And, and I hear those stories all the time. Like, Khaled, I remember when you put out I'm So Hood. And the person that's saying it is like the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, it's crazy. But and but I don't never get caught up. Um, I felt like I made that yesterday. Cause if you notice my career, I come out every year with music and I'm just so consistent that I never get caught up in time. I get, I just make sure I keep going. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. why I feel like that's that's the beauty. It's like in, in sports, you you can't take a few years off and expect to play the same. No. So I'm just keep you gotta going. Gotta be consistent. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, there's guys like us that just, we just rare. And we one of one with unicorns and we timeless. We special. Um, like if I wanted to stop today, I know that the blessing that God gave me, I can give you something. I'm not saying that I would give you that amount of body of work I right. would usually do. Right. But the blessing is I know I'm one of them. You know what I'm saying? Man. You know what I mean? Like, you know you one of them. Yeah, I, I feel good because, yeah. you know. I DM'd you, you hit me back. I, I DM Ross, you hit I me back. Drake, Drake, I, you I, I, I'm like, yo, my man, Shay, he just, I, how, I look, he hit me up. That's how we got this interview that's done. How, I DM'd him right, and he, that's right. he like, bless up, bro, I would I, love I, to. Anytime, brother. So, so, you mentioned your queen. Yes, love her. How did you know she was the one? When we met, uh, I just got a house, right? And it was my first house, mm -hmm. had no furniture. It was just records all over the floor, you know, nothing in the refrigerator, 
But I was just excited I got the house. Right. You know, at that time, <laughs> somebody told me you could put $30,000 down and you can get a house for $500,000. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Well, that was a special time. Matter of fact, after I got it, the recession hit. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, what right, happened. Yeah, around 2008 yeah, then. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, around that time. Yeah. Exactly. That was my first house. Exactly. Um, but she came and, man, she started cooking for me and she she gave me a pillow and some sheets. And um, obviously she's beautiful, but her, her uh, not just the beautiness, but her heart and her soul and the way she cared for me. Like, you know, she introduced me to cocoa butter. You know, <laughs> I, you know she's like, Yo, baby, you asked, you need some cocoa butter. Right. You know, she introduced me to Dove Soul. Like, <laughs> I, I, I might have used a different one. It's just the little things and... It was just the care. And I never had that care only for my mother. Right. You know, I'm out here hustling. I'm out here grinding. I was washing my own clothes. So it'd be like, it'd be crazy. You know what I'm saying? She came in to show me that love, but I call her my spiritual advisor. Um, and she's not a regular spiritual advisor because she's tough. And I love it. And when I say tough, meaning as in she just, like the other day, like say if I'm I'm like, yo, ma, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Boom. You know, I'm human. Well, I'm not human. I'm, I'm, I'm special human. I was just telling her, like, ma, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot on me. Boom, boom. And she's like, you got this. And immediately, I was like, you're right. That's all I needed to hear. Right. You know what I'm saying? So she was my, not only my lover, my best friend. Right. You know? And um, she gave me my two beautiful boys. And I told her, we forever. To hear you talk, I had Steve Harvey on about two months ago, and he mentioned how Margie helped him level up. It put him in a different frame of mind that she gave him the positivity to think that he he was Superman. That's what she does for me. And to hear you talk. That, and I didn't know he, he said that. And I know that feeling because sometimes I'd be like, yo, ma, like, it's like, like, come on. And she'd be like, you got this in so many ways. And I'm like, man, you're right. And I get it done. She get me like, she makes sure I keep my head up high, my chest up high, and let's get it. You, know, you know what, Callie? She came into this and saw how hard you was working. Absolutely. So now that you're working hard, she don't say, well, baby, you don't have any time for me and the boys. You, she understands oh, 100%. that you got to work to maintain. She, 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 and to she tells me all the time, because you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's times where I don't want to go out of town. Right. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm chilling and, and I'm and I'm still working. Right. Um, but she understands, like, we we love you. We, we got you. You know, we know, we, you know, you know what you're doing. But she'll keep me going because sometimes, and I'm sure everybody goes through it. You know, we got that time where like, we don't feel like doing something. Yes. And she'll give me that extra push to go get it done. Right. And I'm like, man, thanks for pushing me because I really needed to get right. that done. You and Ross, y'all are really big. Brothers. Because you guys, I mean, you allow your fans inside your life through your point of view. You held the camera. You yeah. don't have, you know, yeah. you hold the camera. You yeah. talk directly. All you me. go IG live and do all the things. You guys had some, you had, I think, a jet ski incident. And Ross was yeah, trying yeah, to do yeah, a one. Yeah, thought yeah. it was Greg Nuganus. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, how, why, how can you, like, make light of yourself and keep it moving? Well, what happened was I lived on one part of Miami and he lived on the other part. Okay. So MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I had my jet ski, and I was like, you know what? He just got his big head. You know how Ross do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You know, Ross, he, he show you every day how he do it. Yeah. So he got his new house on the water, boom, boom. I'm like, I'm going to pull up on you on a jet ski. I didn't realize how far it was. <laughs> I'm just like, so I'm riding, 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 and this is late afternoon. So I get there with no problem. I go to his house. We in the backyard. He showed me his new boat. You know, Ross with no shirt on. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the whole movie. We chilling. So now I'm leaving. And it's like close to seven. So I'm riding. And I'm realizing it's getting dark. <laughs> and, you know, I'm far. Like, I, no, I'm not even making this up. I drove too far on a jet ski. Yeah. And it was to a point where it's not just that one strip where there's houses and then you see lights. It goes into the big ocean, and then you got to go under this bridge and then get back to the strip right. to where I need to go. Right. So I went to the big ocean. It got dark. So I finally found a way to get back, and it was so dark that I got lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Remember, this is like me going out there for fun, not realizing. So now my Snapchat, um, I'm Snapchatting, and I'm telling everybody I have a code that people know around. I call my, my, my queen, Zazie. Yo, tell Zazie. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm texting everything, okay. but I'm sending messages because hopefully somebody see in a positive way. Yeah, yo, tell Daisy, come check me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm keeping my cool because I don't want to panic. You know, I'm, I, I get some anxiety attacks. Right. I, I've had <laughs> panic attacks. Right. I didn't want to have one on the water. So I'm riding and it's pitch dark. Oh, yeah? No, it's pitch dark. So the flash on my phone was my light. So I was Snapchatting on Instagram the whole time to keep the light. And I knew my battery's eventually going to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm like an hour on the ski. And I'm just completely lost. And um, the blessing is, you know, we end up, um, I end up finding, you know, see some lights. It was, it was real scary. I wouldn't recommend nobody jet ski at nighttime. It was never a joke. It yes. was real thing. You can't jet ski at night. There's a reason <laughs> no. why. And even if you had lights, it don't make no sense. Or I wouldn't even go on a boat at night. But he lived too far. Right. And I'm thinking it was just that easy because I was just so excited to be right. on a jet ski. Right. And it ended up being like, uh, ended up hitting the news in yes. Miami and um, Coast Guard, everything. It was a real thing. I just made, I kept my sense of humor so I wouldn't have a panic attack. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I get panic attacks. I can't lie. When I fly, I get right. panic attacks, stuff like that. Right. So now you have all this, you've accumulated all this. What's next for DJ Khaled? I mean, what's next is just to continue to be great, conquer more categories, conquer more dreams and goals, but it's not about me. Right. Everything's for my kids. So I'm at a point, I said earlier in this interview, I, I'm at a point where I'm at peace. And when I say I'm at peace, I'm at peace to know that I'm happy and I'm blessed. It's time for me to go to the next level. Right. And by going to the next level is that means I have to conquer more goals and dreams. Right. And to continue what got me here at its highest level. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's what we do naturally. Right. So now I'm about to say, Calvin, we about to get real disrupted over here in a good way and let's take over this. Right. And you're going to see what I mean in, 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 in the months to come that you're going to see the progression of Khaled as an entrepreneur. Okay. I'm opening a new store on South Beach. We the best snipes superstore. First time ever, uh, right there in seventh and Collins. That's opening August 3rd. Our foundation is growing so much. We, we put in 24 hours, seven days a week into the foundation. My wife and Anissa and the whole team doing amazing with that. I'm about to one day conquer the television and film world. Like um, I'm, I'm coming. I, yes, I've been in it. I do it, but I'm coming. I'm coming to, 
The same way I came with my music and everything I'm doing, I'm coming for that camera. Right. You know, there's so many things that I'm going to be doing. And that's what I mean by going next level. At one point in your life, you have to tell yourself, you want to continue to do the same thing and win, which you do great at, or do you want to challenge do that yourself. and that? You want to challenge yourself. Yes, now. I am. I'm at that. I'm at that point in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I'm. I, remember, my idols is Jay Z. Right. You know, saying uh, shout out to Puff Daddy, shout out to Quincy Jones, Dr. Dre. You know, Michael Jordan. Um, this all the greats. And you think about like Jay Z. Look what he did. Look mm. where he came from, and look how many categories he accomplished from. Foundation to Rock Nation to Super Bowl to um, being one of the biggest you know artists to Beyonce being a, uh, 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 Beyonce the Queen <laughs> to the, the uh, being a beautiful father then yeah. and then uh, uh, management and you know the Spirits brand yes spirits. yes yes you know you know if you watch me I always scream we the best all categories well he's been doing that yes you know what I'm saying yes and he shows us that that is possible right. When somebody shows you it's possible, me, I get inspired. Right. And I praise it, you know, and, and I think, and that goes back to what I said, we have to learn to appreciate each other because a lot of people want to hate on each other when all you need to do is be inspired and, and appreciate it and embrace it because that means you can do it right. too. Right. You got to want to do it. I got two questions I want to get you out here on this. Dr. Dre, and I heard him say that he had an opportunity. He said no to Michael Jackson yeah. and no to Prince. I know. I, I just seen that. Is there anybody that DJ Khaled would say no to? Um, because it's tough. Because if the know, record don't I, come I know, out well, I know, Khaled. I know where Dre was coming from. I definitely know what he was coming from because I've had opportunities to work with a lot of greats that, um, besides on my project, and I just want to be able to give them what I would give myself. Okay. Um, and so what I've done is I, I, I thank for the opportunity and I just tell the person, um, give me a second. Let me let me see if I can give you what what you're looking for because I know what you're looking for. Right. Because you asking me because of what I've done with me. Right. So let me give you me, but I have to be in that place to give you that. So I understood what Dre was saying, but that you know Dre's a goat, and he's he's he, he, he's he's one of the best that ever did it. But I respected what he said. That's why that's why I love Dre because by him answering that and saying that, I was like, man, you know how humble. You know what I'm saying? He was, and for Michael Jackson and Prince, and he was just like, yo, they the GOAT. And meanwhile, he's the GOAT. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's why he's the GOAT. Right. And that's what I want the young world to know out there. That's why he's the GOAT. Right. Because he said that. Now, could he did it? Of course he could have. But I understood. You know what I'm saying? Last one. Tony Yayo was on Drink Champ. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He said he came down here. He said, everything. he said he thought everything was cool. Yeah, so he yeah. showed up at the studio. Then all of a sudden, you ain't shake his hand. Yeah, yeah. Had your friend in the corner yeah. with that fire on him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 well, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I just know. Uh, I know about the shaking hand part. Okay. Um, I don't know about all that other stuff. You okay? You know what I'm saying? But um, I am the definition of loyalty. Okay. Um, anybody that know Coward, I'm a loyal friend, and if you're loyal to me, I'm loyal to you. But also, a loyal meaning as in it's it's not just the word loyalty. It's family. Yes. Right? I'd be uncomfortable knowing that you and this person are not getting along, and I know it's serious. Right. I'm uncomfortable acting like everything is cool when I'd rather just be at peace and walk away from it. Yeah, yeah. So at that time, you know, I work at a radio station. Everybody's welcome at a radio station. Correct. So you could never involve them type of situations. Correct. And I understood that. And I've always been somebody that showed love. But and when he was when they told me he was coming up, I was like, wow, like Oh, you you I, I was like, no, I was just saying to myself, like, really? You know, him and my man don't get along. And I was like, damn, what And me I, and my man, cool. Yeah, and no, at night he's, he's my brother. Yeah. Like for real though. And I was just saying to myself, this is gonna be hard for me because I said if I would have completely embraced him. I probably wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Yeah, because your brother's going to look at you sideways. Right, but, and, and, and if I did, I would have called him immediately like, yo, this is what just happened. And I would have been trying to explain myself. Right. That's how much I care. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, would I have done things differently now? I probably would have did the same thing. But I would have tried to put myself where I wouldn't have had to be in that room. Yeah. You but, took the day off of work. Yeah, I would have took it. <laughs> but I didn't want to do that because I knew, because I wanted, you know, it would have looked like I was, you know what I'm saying? It would look like right. you was dodging him. So, if you want to know the story's true, yeah. let's talk about the handshake. Okay, part. the handshake's true. The hand you didn't shake his hand. 
by the way, it's all love now. We good now. Everybody's all love now. Yes. Uh, Fat Joe, I have nothing but love for everybody. Right. I have no problem with nobody. I want right. to make that clear. Right. I love everyone. Okay. We know that was when we were younger. Um, he did come shake my hand. I told him I can't do that. You what do you do like that? Yeah, just like that yeah, I just told him I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I so what did he say? So what did he say? <laughs> he felt some type of way. <laughs> Man, like, 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 you know what I'm saying? If I ever put a documentary out, it's gonna be interesting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. And the thing is that what's so beautiful is that we're we're able to talk about right it now, now and have a laugh and a smile about it. Um and um, you know, when he told the story and I heard him and he said he respected me um and he understood. Right. And that was love. Right. You know saying that was love, him saying that, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I just couldn't shake his hand at that moment. Right. And and Joe will tell you, I was the guy, Joe will tell you, so I want you to ask him this. I was the guy saying, we don't need no problems with those guys. Right. We don't need no problems with nobody. Correct. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, or anybody. It's right. It's not the particular guys. See, Kelly, we I need- I was always the guy like, why are we having problems? Why we? I'm like, why? We need- Why? We I'm need- like, I'm a kid, I'm going, why? We needed I'm you. Like, I used to go to Joe, why? Like, with, <laughs> why? With, with tears why? of love, like, why don't- No, we love everyone. <laughs> But that's just, you know, it's life. Well, see, we needed this DJ Khaled in the mid-90s. Yeah. So, well, therefore, it would have broken the peace between the East well, and well, the West. Well, I'm going to be real with you. It, well, yeah, that was deep. But, um, but this situation, I was that DJ Khaled I am now. It's just the only difference is I'm a true friend, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go in there trying to be, cause a problem. Right. I just couldn't. I you probably would have caused be, more of a problem doing it the way. Right. Exactly. I said, I, could, I don't know how to be fake. Correct. That's the thing. Right. Say I have a say if me and you forget that situation. Say any situation. It could be about um, we might not agree on something and I see you in public. I'm gonna come to you not to cause a problem. I'll pull you aside. I'm like, yo, I just want you to know I, you know, I just don't know how to be fake. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think by me being like that can make things better mm -hmm. because you know it's it's coming from a, a good place and I don't know how to be fake. And I'm sure a lot of people don't right. know how to be fake. Not everybody's like us, but it's just that's how it be sometimes. Right. You're not like um, take off the pad, the tragic passing of take off Quavo and offset has some differences, but to see them get together. Man, those are brothers. You know, I love all three of those brothers, those brothers. One of my favorite groups, uh, take off, man, God bless him, man. One of the most beautiful people. Yeah. No, when I tell you like, he's so kind, just a beautiful man and Quavo and offset. Yeah. The three beautiful brothers. So to see Quavo and, um, offset together, that was beautiful, and they and and it, it, it's for their brother. Not even that. That's what we want, you right. know, is that love. Um, and that's the only way for me. I'm always gonna love them, and I want them to love each other. And I think the world and the universe, you know, want nothing but love for them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we love take take off. God bless you, brother. Okay, there's been a lot of speculation. Dame Lillard wants to be traded. That's what's uh, been circulating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know you made the got Lionel yeah, Messi. You yeah, was on yeah, IG yeah, Live talking, yeah, welcoming Lionel yeah, Messi. Sure. If the Heat came to Khaled, say, Khaled, we think we can get him, but we need you to give the best sales pitch of your I life. I got us. I got us. How you get Dame? I'm Dame Lillard. Maybe come to Miami. Dame is nothing to think about. <laughs> um, congratulations. <laughs> You're going to win four rings in a row. Um, do you want your house on the water lot or do you want it on the corner water lot overlooking the whole ocean? Or do you want one looking over the city? Right. You want a ring? How about four of them? Um, you want the best coach? We have it. It's nothing to talk about. Let, let me, let me break this down, right? Somebody asked me when LeBron made his decision. Right. You know, LeBron's my friend. Yes. I remember when he said, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Somebody interviewed me the other day, said, Khaled, um, when he made that decision, how'd you feel? I'm saying, uh, He's a genius. <laughs> what did you think he was going to say? This is Miami. Like, yes. You can't be serious, right? right. This ain't rocket scientists. I'm not going to let nobody like fool me like there's a reason like why you overthink or why not. this thing. No, there ain't no overthinking. This is Miami, the most beautiful city in the world. Uh, so much culture. Our basketball team, we have banners, you know, the AC, you know, they blow in the sky. They, they, they're hanging. Yeah. We've had from Tim Hardaway to Shaq to, King James, the Ray Allen, D-Wade, D-Wade, D-Wade about to be, um, what they about to, what, yeah, um, Hall of Fame. the Hall of Fame, you know what I'm saying, like, our team, look what we did this year, look what we did the other year, 
We've always been doubted, but Pat Riley and our coach, they know how to take players from one superstar and, and form a whole team around one superstar to create new superstars. Imagine if we did get Dame. my man Dame. Imagine, right? He know already the ring is, and I, and I don't want to, you know, nothing's guaranteed in life. Of course it is. <laughs> stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's stop. So, Dame, if you're worried about you want to bring a ring to your old team, LeBron did for Cleveland. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with You going. go back, go back. Yeah, go back after three, four years. Come get it. Come, come get this vibe. Come. And Dame, it's my, you know, I, I haven't seen him in a while, but we got love for each other. Yeah. And me and you going to be chilling, man. You're going to be in the backyard living it up. And we're going to play some basketball. And you're going to have some rings. Come on. There's nothing to think about. I think, I think he's on the same page. They, they, they're going to make it hard. Yeah. Because it's, it's too good to be true. Right. It's going to happen, though. Appreciate it. Ah, my man. Love you, brother. DJ Khaled, ladies right. and gentlemen. All my life. Been grinding all my life. Sacrifice. Hustle paid the price. Want a slice. Got to roll the dice, that's why all my life I've been grinding all my life, look All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle pay the price Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why all my life I've been grinding all my life MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season And so are we I'm Tori Deal And I'm Anissa Ferreira The wait is over guys, All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.